Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude. With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me. With each step they take, The cracks grow wider, and the fractures deepen within her heart. With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror, and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds, and feel who I am meant to become. I hear the wilds, and change is balanced on the tip of a blade. I hear the wilds. And now it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West. These are the spaces beyond the door. Let's be legendary. Well, he definitely appreciates it and sits chatting with you for a while, eventually goes back to work. And I come and find I guess I'm coming to find you. Yeah, I'm waiting outside the library, I think. Mm-hmm. So you spot Celine making her way towards the library. Celine. Oh, hey. Everything all right? Yep. How did the hospital go? Um, it went fine. It was... It went, it went well. But? There's no but. What was that look for, then? What look? That... I've got something else to say, but I don't want to come out and say it, Look, Don't, don't, don't. Say I don't know what you're talking about, because I don't know exactly what you're fucking talking about. No, I was just... Alright. For the record, doctors are still barbaric and bullshit. Okay? Noted. But, Mila did point out a way I could make my healing more effective. I see. Don't look at me like that. I'm not looking at you any which way. Yes, you are. Had she help? Well, she was asking how it works, and sort of, and asked if I ever targeted the, the wound itself, or just let the magic do what it would, and I told her, usually I just point it in the right direction and tell it where to go, but after that, uh, it got me thinking. I started asking questions about the patient's injuries, and was patients. able to- Right, continue. Anyway, I was able to ask questions about the subjects' uh-huh. injuries, and, well, it seemed to help. But still, doctors are bullshit and barbaric. Right, noted. Yeah. 
cut people up, sew them back together, and expect them to get better. Well, if only they prayed more, right? Exactly. Right. Do you have a place you want to set up the door, or do you want to just go to the park or something? We could go to the park. Are you feeling all right? Yeah, just tired, I guess. Tired? You sure? Nothing is bothering you. Nothing is on your mind. Oh, loads of things still on my mind. Just no place to put them yet, I think. You can always talk to me about them. I don't know. I just... It's a bunch of thoughts all flying around and they haven't landed yet. It's just exhausting, I think. That I really understand. Yeah. It's hard to talk about things and you're even not, not even sure what's going on. Yeah. I was thinking, though, uh, do you want to try out this new house? Well, I'll stop since you're the house. Well, I suppose yeah. we should move all of it. We've got a 12-year-old. Yeah, you can move it. With an a invisible thing. Oh, yes, the invisible servant? Yeah, I could carry a piece of paper or something. <laughs> a single piece of paper. Yeah. He has a W-2 from three years ago. <laughs> Here's a receipt from Target. Yes. Carry something. Who knows? Plus, we've got all those other ones. Yes, but they can't go out. No, but we could take it to the front of the place and have them grab it, I suppose. Hmm. You want to move? I think so. Okay, let's do that. Where do you want to do this? I was going to do the park. Because there's not a whole lot of people going out for, like, midnight walks. Yeah, just uh, set it up between two trees. There you go. So we go to the park. Uh-huh. Okay. Any, anything else you want in there? Uh, Before we make it, like, semi-permanent? Is there a pool? Yes. There is now. The way I'm doing this is, unless you want something to change, nothing changes. If you want something to change, everybody has to exit the house and then re-enter it. Right. Okay. All right. Here we go. I open it. Yep. And it's all there. Whew. That's going to be weird. What is? Getting used to it. I mean, I like it. Should I open up the other one? Ooh, yeah. Um, Not in here. Not in here. On the other side. On the other tree. Yes. Jareth and I will start packing the little stuff we have in there mm-hmm. that we're going to take. Can you get Adrian and introduce her to the house with the servant ghosty things running of, around? Of course. And tell her what they are? Yes. And that she can get rid of them? Yes, of course. Okay. Uh, her room is relatively in the same space. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So we both go in the house? We'll both go in the other house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the first house and... Jareth, Adrian! Huh? Come on, we're moving. Well, comes downstairs. Oh, we're, we're setting up in the other house? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep, grab all your shit. Uh, furniture, probably not, but any of your personal stuff, like, you know. I, want my, I say in night speak, I want my bed. Well, yeah. We're bringing our bed. That thing was more than our son's education. Which is hilarious. <laughs> Even though we bought our son another one, too, so all the mattresses come. But, like, most of the furniture we don't need because it's already in there anyway. Mm. But, like, dishes and things like that that we've, mm-hmm. that, that we've been using. Foodstuffs, okay. that sort of thing. Did Adrian come down, too? Yeah, yeah okay. she did. So, um, I kind of explained that we are going to go on ahead. 
just so she can see the house. And um, as we are kind of <laughs> crossing the, the trees, because we're just right. like one tree, two trees, just going in between them. Yeah. I'm kind of explaining to Adrian about the servants. They're not real? They are real, but they're not like us. They are real to an extent. But they're not people. No, they are not people. Okay. And they might look a bit frightening, but just remember that you can tell them to go away at any time. Okay. But if you need something, they cannot help you. Can they make pancakes? Actually, I think they might be able to. And waffles, I assume. So anytime you want pancakes or waffles. She kind of looks skeptical at the idea that anybody can make waffles. <laughs> I suppose you will find out then, eh? <laughs> Nods. So I bring her in and just kind of let her set the pace. Mm-hmm. Are the servants just there? They actually aren't there until you call on them. Oh, okay. So I summon one. Okay. Clap twice and mm-hmm. one appears. Yep. And Adrian looks up at it, moving around it, looking at it from different angles. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Not a person. Not a person. Okay. Would you like him to go away? Nods. You may tell him. Doesn't say anything for a moment. But eventually... Go away! Then the servant... Like, slowly fades. Yeah. These are ghosts in this house. But they cannot doubt you. They can only do what you say. She just continues on into the house. Mm-hmm. The house isn't too dissimilar to what we had going on. It is relatively bigger, mm-hmm. just because now we've got four people that live here rather than just two. Right. Or three. But the layout is fairly similar. Mm-hmm. There might be a few more other rooms, though. Like, there's a reading room, like an actual like library reading room. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of books on there, but, you know, we'll put it in the ones that we have and grow it from there. Yeah. You know, the living room is slightly bigger with a little more furniture. More cushy furniture, basically. Big old fireplace. Yep. In the (laughs) middle. But yeah, the layout is very similar. Okay. She just goes in and looks around holding her cat. Mm -hmm. It sucks. So Jayeth and I get all of our personal stuff and Mm -hmm. things like that. I'm kind of exploring the house with uh, Adrian, I think. I'll go find the pool. Yeah. Oh, there's a pool. Pool? Do you not know, not know what a pool is? Shakes her head. Have you ever been swimming? Shakes her head. Whoa. You guys are going to love it or hate it. So I, I find the pool. That's in the back. Uh-huh. In-ground, open-air pool. Mm-hmm. You said there was a hot tub? There is a hot tub, yeah. Yep. It looks like a natural yeah. spring. Mm-hmm. Sort of a hot tub. Nice. Actually, for Talia's sensibilities, the pool looks more like a lake. Oh, okay. It's very obvious a man-made lake Mm -hmm. sort of a thing, but it has a natural feel to it, so it looks like it naturally formed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But once you look at the bottom of the lake, it's very obvious it's not a natural lake. It's paved. Yeah, it's paved at the bottom. Tiled, actually. Yeah. Hell, it's magic. You can just say it's made of stone. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Stone. Make it look more natural. Yeah. So it has a very natural feel. Yeah. Adrian just looks at it. Water? Indeed. Do you drink it? <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. No, it's for swimming. Why? For fun. And exercise. Fun and fitness. Hmm. You <laughs> and Adrian take time to just explore the house, and mm-hmm. she seems to adapt to it pretty quickly. The familiar layout seems to help. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she just finds what 
is to be her room and just puts the cat down and mm-hmm. just sits there with her earmuffs on, petting her cat. Yeah, I'm just letting out. I'm not, like, even talking to her much. Just I'm letting out sets the pace. Dareth and I was just moving in the actual belongings that we have that can't be recreated. All of your knickknacks. Um, Packs them up the way I showed you. you just, all of your knickknacks. You just shoving them in the bag of holding in. All of your knickknacks, clothes, personal items, that sort of thing. So you guys move over all the non-replicable stuff over from the other house, and Jareth brings his books and stuff into his room, and immediately looks out the window to the back, and is like, "That's right, we have a pool." I sure do. You're welcome. We do have a pool and a hot tub, apparently, and uh, a field thing. Although I'd be careful because the horses are going to basically utilize that. Oh, they can poop in it and we can tell the servants to go clean up the poop. I mean, I could do that. But yeah, technically, we can have the servants do that. Yeah. Oh, this is great. There's 75,000 gold I've ever spent. Yeah, really? I mean, Chris is just like, yes! <laughs> Talia's just like, I can do it. God, every time, every time we have the servants do something, anything at all, you'll, you'll be like, no, I can do that. I mean, eventually I'll get it through my thick head that I don't have to do everything. But, you know. <laughs> it's okay, look, there's a deck and a grill. <laughs> I need a grill master. <gasps> yes, here you go. Um, apron thing. <laughs> and some, Raise the stakes. Um, yeah. And Come here, get refreshed. <laughs> and and I need like socks. You need the, the Birkenstocks yeah. and socks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, we can arrange that. Okay. I would pay good gold to seize it. All right. Well, once we get everything moved in, then I do actually start making food, mm-hmm. which the pantry's already stocked. Yeah. yeah. You can't take any of the food out, out of the mansion, but yeah, it is always magically stocked. Well, that's one thing we don't have to purchase. Fantastic. So that's good. How about alcohol? Do we have to purchase that? I will say. Yes. Yeah, I, I will. I will. I will say. I will say that. Yeah, you have to. It's like it's like yeah, whiskey is there, but it's like. It doesn't have the same kick to it. It's not even no-name whiskey. It's just kind of well, it is no-name whiskey, but it's just like. It's whiskey in the very sense of definition. It's like roundies whiskey. Like yeah. roundies made whiskey, that's what it would be. Yeah. Oh god. Or like great value. Or up and up. Or some you know, or, or market pantry. Market pantry whiskey, that's what it is. Mm. Yeah. Target brand. I was yeah, great value actually would be funnier. <laughs> great value. Yeah. Yeah, from Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. 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 When I am in this kitchen, no servants. How cold yeah. what is the temperature like in here? Just kind of normal. Yeah, just normal. Just... What if I go outside to the grounds? Does it mirror the fall weather outside? Can I go yeah. swimming? <laughs> yes, you can go swimming. Okay, so it's not yes. like it's 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 decent enough to go swimming. It's not yeah. like when you're a kid and suddenly it's sixty degrees and you're like, time for swimming, and you're miserable because it's sixty fucking degrees outside and the pool's cold, and you're like, but I want to swim because you know when you're a kid that's right. how it goes. No, it is a pro. It is appropriate temperature to swim. Okay. Oh, what are you making? I'm thinking... Dropped in donkatsu? No. I was thinking, like, a turkey. Oh! With, like, stuff. With, like, the little things on the feet? The little... The yeah, little that. Paper, paper caps on the feet? Something like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, an actual meal, like, an actual, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, big meal just mm-hmm. to celebrate. Yeah, sounds good. 
Yeah, since we've got the pantry for it. Yeah. Normal because normally we buy the basics and then I cook stuff out of that. But mm -hmm. you know, we've got a full pantry that stuff's not gonna go bad. Uh, before we leave town, remind me to go find a stylish swimming suit. Got it. A stylish swimming suit. Yes. You need one too. Uh, I just take my pants off. <laughs> You're just gonna go in there with your clothes on. No, I just I don't need a suit. <laughs> okay. The pond that was near my home. I mean, they called it a lake, but that was generous. <laughs> the Clearwater Lake? No, no, no. We had one that was near my home. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, it was stream fed. Mm. So it got fish oh. in it. And it was kind of just whatever hunters didn't pick up. We had, we had some fish. It wasn't like it was stocked full of fish. Oh. But most of the kids would use it to go swimming. And yeah. just, everybody just got naked and jumped in. It wasn't oh. that big of a deal. <laughs> so, like, I don't need to just take my pants and shirt off and go in with that. I'm sorry. I just could not get a swimming suit that shows everything off. Is, it, and is that something you don't want to see? Because we can just not see that. Okay. Um, so I make dinner. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the evening progresses. Jareth gets all settled in. Adrian just arranges her stuffed animals on her bed. <laughs> Several times to make shells as they are. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> and then, you know, dinner comes. And it's, you know, the nicest, biggest sit-down meal you guys have had in... Like ever. Uh, ever. Ever. Yeah. yeah. I'm usually making small stuff. So tomorrow we are getting you settled with school, Jerez? Oh, okay. So you and I are heading south. We are heading south. For a little bit. And then... I don't know what we're going to do after that, but we'll event eventually we have to go after Leeward Brown. But not yet. Not... I need to make sure James actually takes a day off. And I, oh, right. We have to go and shake I, him down. You have to give him another one of the doors. Oh, right. We have three now. Mm-hmm. Well, one goes to Ernest and Talton. Mm-hmm. And then the other one I'm going to give to James. Are you excited, Jealous? Yeah. Kind of bites his lip. Excited, but... Worried. What you worried about? Just new school. New school, new environment, new people. I know. But on the plus side, you get to come home every night. Yeah. And as good as the <laughs> the Blue Peak Academy was, and as amazing as Taralyn is, there's a lot more resources there. I know. We know you know. It'll be okay. If anybody messes with you... Just uh, kills them. No. <laughs> no, no. You tell us, and we'll kill them. That's the one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he smiles and laughs a little bit. It's natural to be a little apprehensive. I would be concerned if you weren't, really. But now you have to be really sneaky. Wink. So I was actually kind of thinking about some of the things that Al and I did while at school. Oh. Mm -hmm. I think Talden got us out of trouble more than I thought initially. <laughs> Probably. I guarantee they did. Which is why I stress you have to be extra sneaky. Okay. <laughs> Just know 
if you get caught, um, Ernest won't bail you out. I think right. I think he likes you, but uh, well, he definitely likes us. He likes us, but I don't think he's going to go as far as to uh, keep you out of mischief. Right. Sneaky. Practically every magical thing that we have came from Ernest. Uh huh. He'll be able to tell. Right. So low tech. So low tech. And we're such good parents. We're not Are saying we? we're not saying stay out of trouble and behave. We're being like, no, wreck shit, but do it well. <laughs> wreck shit, but don't get caught. Yeah. And don't do anything that's gonna like Yeah, Talia's position on this whole thing is like, if you're going to be a prankster, that's fine. My wife's a prankster. I live with one. Just make sure it's not gonna hurt anybody. And it's not going to like like, it will be impactful, but not destructive, is right. is her her whole stance on mm-hmm. this. It's like, if you're going to prank people, fine. Just make sure it's not, you know, it's not going to hurt anybody, and it's not going to hurt anything around you. Right. Like, you know, no graffiti. The shit that he used to do at the, the cathedral. Mm-hmm. Like, making the mother's statue swear and cry. <laughs> like, that's funny. <laughs> Like, that pissed somebody off, but it wasn't, it didn't stay that way. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. What time is it? Probably around, like, nine. Yeah. Oh, is it? Really? Yeah. Oh, no wonder I'm sleepy. Yep, everybody get to bed. Actually, I think I'm like, oh, look, look, this is the kitchen has a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Did you try it? No. Are you going to? Yeah, sure. I'm going to pour one for myself and I'm, oh. That bad, huh? No, Andrew's a, a glass. I take a sip. Spit it right back out into the, <laughs> the cup. Oh, no, no, no. I'm looking at the label. Who fucking made this? I don't think anybody made it. It came with the house. Yeah, so who's the guy that made this house? Morton Kynan. Yeah, think. yeah, he sucks at making whiskey. Uh, well, we'll just... Uh, we brought all of ours from the, the house, so we'll just use that. I'm going to put this shitty whiskey in the bag of holding. Okay. In case we make a Molotov cocktail. Oh, we can't take it out of the house. Shit. Going to make a Molotov cocktail in the house. And then throw it in the backyard. (laughs) How about you don't? How about you do that in the danger room in the basement? (gasps) Oh, it's a good... Yeah, okay, but we're gonna go to bed first. Uh, Oh. Okay. As you are tucking Adrian in, suddenly you hear Celine start screaming. Um... I turn it to stay here and I, and I run into the. Where are you? I'm in the. I'm in the bathroom. I run into the bathroom. What's wrong? I am leaning over the sink <laughs> with my hands on the sink, staring at the mirror. I've got like toothpaste just like dribbling from my from the corner of my mouth, staring at the mirror. Celine, what's wrong? And I slowly look over at you. Eyes wide, like, just... I am related to the Undertaker. I know. You told me. What's wrong? I am literally related to the Undertaker. Like, related. I know. Like, not just, like, 
he's not just my dad because I say he's my dad. Like, he's really my dad. I know. You... T- is, uh, is that why you're... Screaming? Okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> Stouts, I right, feel take, take deep breaths, deep breaths. No, 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 no. Hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm related to the other day. I know. I'm literally. Oh, God. Okay. It's getting head, down. Head it's getting head between your knees. I'm going to lay down. Okay. 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 Deep breath. Deep breath. She's fine. Deep breath. Don't snore. It's all right. It's okay. No, it's not all right. It, How can you be calm at a time like this? I Because you're panicking, so I need to be calm to counteract the panic. But you would be panicking if I wasn't panicking? I don't know. It's just, just deep, 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 deep breath, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. Celine. What? Deep breath. I'm trying, okay? <laughs> so after a moment, she comes down. She's just laying on her back on the bathroom floor with an arm over her face. I am related to the Undertaker. Yes. Literally. Apparently. And that's a good thing, right? Is it? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I always... I don't know. I don't, I'm not related to a god. I have no idea. <laughs> I was not related to a god until yesterday. No, apparently you've been related to a god your whole life, so it's... Well, functionally. You know what, never mind. I'm not going to get into philosophy right now. No. I, <sighs> it doesn't change who you are. You're still you. Well, I know that, but it just, it's... <sighs> just staring at the ceiling. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't think you need to have... an answer for it right away. Well, good, because I don't. <sighs> I eventually pick her up and... Put it to bed. Okay. I'm just staring at the <clears throat> ceiling in bed now. Go to sleep. I don't think I want to. Well, obviously I don't want to. I'm quiet for a bit. I've never given much thought to the idea of fate, destiny, that sort of thing. <laughs> Why start now? Well. So often you hear people making these broad proclamations of, oh, I don't believe in fate, don't believe in destiny, I make my own destiny, blah, blah, blah. I've never given much thought to the concept at all. Same. Now I wonder if I should. <laughs> I always thought that The Undertaker and I chose one another. By chance. Well, you just found out that you didn't. I know. But that doesn't change the fact that you chose one another. It just means that you had a better chance of coming into contact. She looks like she's trying to articulate something, but she can't quite... She can't quite get through all the emotions in order to, like, She's feeling too too much to be able to talk about her feelings. I think maybe you need to get some rest. I guarantee all of this will still be there in the morning. Maybe you'll be able to think about it differently. 
You can always ask somebody. <laughs> like who? I don't know. I don't know, we don't really know anybody who knows anything about gods of the Undertaker, specifically. <laughs> you could ask the warden next time you see him. I suppose. He seemed to know. Well, he's also unable to say much of anything. No, but now that you know, he might be able to say a bit more. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. It's just that... I always thought that the choices I made in my life were my own. But now I'm wondering if they really were. I don't understand the connection. Was I always predetermined to make the choices that I made? You... Was the idea of autonomy just an illusion? So you're worried that you don't have free will? I'm not sure. Well, how did she come to that conclusion with what he told her? What do you mean? He told you that he's got a bloodline that he can interact with. Oh, that is his bloodline. Well, and that's the reason why he can interact with it. And of the huge line of people that are in that bloodline, there have been... What do you tell you? At least three. At least three. So of all of the people in that line, you know of three. And two of them had weird reactions upon seeing him, or meeting him, or however this works. I did not. So where do you think your free will's been taken? Because it seems to me... The reason he chose you in the first place was because of your reactions. Stuff that came specifically from you. I mean, I'm not a cleric, darling. I don't know how any of this stuff works, but when you told me, it sounded like you're special because you're you. Not because he's made you into something, or you were born a certain way. But it was because I was born. So was everybody in your line. You're not unique because you're related to the Undertaker, or you have a fairy princess, or whatever. Oh my god. Apparently, those are the true traits that make you the least unique. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset about these things because they're, make, they're making me question my existence. Well, that's not really the most unique things about you. Hey. <laughs> hey. It's true. Those are the least of the people in this pool. That is the least thing that makes you unique. Everybody's had that. Kind of give you a questioning look. That's what everybody had. That's what your mother had. Your mother, right? It was your mother? Yes. Your mother had that. Her parent before that had that. In fact, you are the most diluted. Uh, kind of like, oh, yeah, you got me there. So, those aren't the things that qualify. I don't mean to say that I am upset about yelling, finding this out or anything. I just... 
I don't think you need to question whether or not everything was predetermined because it doesn't sound like it was. The things that make you you are the reason that he chose you in the first place. You kind of smile a little bit at that. It sounded like you chose him first. I suppose I did. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> you don't need to be sorry, honey. That's um a big thing, I suppose. I'm just saying, while it may be a lot, I don't think you need to worry about it. Altering something about you. I always thought of him as a father, and he is one. There you go. It's just a, the more I find out, the more confused I become. Well, that's just something that happens as you get older, I've found. Oh? Oh, yeah. When I was 19, I thought I knew everything. I had the whole world figured out. Oh? Oh, yeah, I was, I was tough shit. I had a plan. I knew exactly what I was going to do with the rest of my life. What I was, were you going to do with the rest of your life? I was going to... I, I was going to get another gun, which I did, <laughs> and I was going to get a horse, which I did, and then I was going to ride right up to those assholes that killed my pack and just shoot them, because that's exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> now, looking back on it... Wow, is that stupid? Yeah. <laughs> and I have come to realize that things have started making less sense to me as I get older, but... I also don't think I need to have all the answers. And I don't need to necessarily try and figure all of them out either. She kind of pouts a little. I mean, I do want some things answered. And I still have things I need to do. But there's some things I can take at face value. You need to get some sleep. Mm. I'm afraid of my dreams come out of him so far. You can do it. Just don't eat anything. I haven't done that yet. There you go. I am so fucking tired. Go to bed. You come with me, alright? I am. I am. I'll, I'll be right here. Promise that you'll be right here. I just... I'm not leaving. She just looks fucking exhausted. Go to sleep. Okay. So I get my pajamas on. Do my 12-step Korean skincare. <laughs> okay, going to bed. I wait till you're asleep. And then I open the door to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I open the door to Jared's room. Okay. And I sleep in the hallway. You said you would stay with me. I am. I can see you. And I can see him. I can see both of you. I can't see Adrian, but nothing's happened to her yet. She hasn't died yet. She hasn't died yet. So, I sleep in the hallway. So I can see both of them. Do the watch back and forth. And keep an eye on them. Do you sleep at all? Probably fall asleep. But it's in the hallway, mm -hmm. and it's keeping watch. We're sleeping. 
Uh, Celine, roll me a d4. A d4? This one. Four. Okay, cool. You have a kind of restless sleep. Uh Uh-huh. Dreams do fade in and out, but they're disjointed and... It's nothing solid, like like the ones I have been having? No, nothing solid. Okay. (sighs) Thank you, d4. (laughs) Dolly, roll me a d4. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Your dreams are a bit more solid, and they continue to revolve around what happened a couple days ago with Jareth dying. Also now, Celine's there in the dreams, but she's different. She looks different in the dreams. She stands there just a little too far away. And she is exactly the same height, but somehow her presence is bigger. One side of her is wreathed in this glowing, radiant energy that is also touched with a hint of shadow and the doleful sound of a funeral bell. The other is wrapped in the winds of autumn and falling leaves and just the smell of a cool autumn night. She stands just a little too far away and those types of dreams kind of repeat throughout the night. But you both wake up. Talia? Yeah. Where are you? Right here. I... I... Get up. Hmm? Were you... Were you sleepwalking? No, uh, just was checking on everybody. What? You know, checking. What? You okay? Of course, but... Were you sleeping out here? I did for a little bit. I was just checking on... You and Jareth and fell asleep. So, oh, I'll go make I'll go make breakfast. Do you want me to make breakfast? I know how to make breakfast. I know. If you want to, sure. All right. Go for it. Yay! <laughs> I'm making French toast. <gasps> yes. Since we are fully stocked. Yes, I'm gonna go. Well, if she's doing that. I'm gonna go take out the horses then. As Adrian like French toast. She actually really, really likes it. She's taking pieces of it and just eating them like pieces of toast, not even bothering to cut them up or anything. Just like... <laughs> Did she put syrup on it? No. She never, never has syrup. She doesn't like sweet stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't eat though. She puts butter on it. Yeah, but... butter. Very French. I like it. <laughs> How about yours? Uh, he likes it fine. Mm-hmm. He probably puts too much syrup on it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's a toast raft in a syrup lake mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on his plate. Yep. I put an appropriate amount of butter and syrup on. As do I, but... <laughs> Topped off with some hot sauce. Oh! No, no. <laughs> to put hot sauce on everything. Just about. But you not- put hot sauce on cranberries. That's disgusting. It was delicious. No, it's it was not. C'était de- délicieux. Right. Do you want to go set up Jared at the school? No, 
of course. What are you going to do? I'm going to go make sure James isn't dead. Oh, yes. And if so, he is... Smack him. Do you think we should switch, perhaps? Because if he's dead, I can do something <laughs> about that. No, I still got the ring. You, if he died within the, the past minute? I'll come. I'll grab his body and come and get you. He's <laughs> carrying a dead body through the Oh, let's, oh, but we have to do it somewhere private, so let's do it in Sarah's office. <laughs> Excuse me, Sarah, just dump his dead body. <laughs> Hang on, we're going to do something about this. Actually, since you're going to go talk to Ernest, can you ask him about communication devices? Or a way to get, like, communication, like a private communication from long distances that isn't just the bird? Oh, yes. Ask him about that. Like a personal uh, telegraph? Something like that. Something that maybe we can get hold of Sarah with. Oh. Sarah? Yeah, just in case. Just in case? Okay, so. Because, you know, that whole thing that happened um, with somebody on the inside. Oh, right. And she was kind of pissed about that. Yeah. See if there's anything he's got. (laughs) So, yeah. Divide and conquer and all that. Yes. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Feywild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, so you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in our show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks on new art, DM and players notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent-Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent-Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Emrit Esbrar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.